Hi everyone, welcome back to the Rise of a Goddess podcast. My name is Carmen and I am your host. If you are new here, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I truly do hope that you enjoy it, but more importantly, I hope it inspires you to become a part of our goddess community. If you are a returning listener, as I say each week, I am eternally grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you so much for tuning in each week. And thank you so much for always giving me your feedback, your honest opinions, what has touched you, what has made you look a little bit deeper within yourself. And thank you also for giving me ideas for future episodes that we can talk about and discuss and hopefully help one another grow into higher versions of ourselves. So... The very first thing that I need to say is happy Tuesday instead of happy Monday. Um, I had this episode recorded on Sunday and then had a lot of background noise. So there was a lot of technical difficulties going on with cars outside, noises, and I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll record it in the morning and I'll post it Monday morning recorded a 49-minute episode, attempted to upload it, and the sound wasn't coming through. So I'm not sure. Maybe it had to do with the new moon and the eclipse. We had a partial solar eclipse this weekend. And as we know, effects of the sun, of the planets, of the moon and the water, all of that affects everything because as you know, we are all energy. So I am pretty certain something happened. I tried troubleshooting it and I decided, you know what? I'm not going to drive myself crazy. I will attempt to troubleshoot. And if something happens, I will re-record this episode. So essentially that's what I'm doing right now on Tuesday because the episode for some odd reason, trying to transfer it over was not uploading. So I hope each and every one of you had an amazing week. Hope that your weekend was awesome as well. Mine was amazing. My son came down to visit. He essentially came for a concert that he was going to attend with one of his friends that lives in town. They were going to a metal concert at the Starland Ballroom. If any of you are familiar with New Jersey, the Starland Ballroom is a small venue where concerts take place. And more often than not, they have club events. And yeah, the concert was at this facility. It's actually closer to home than from him to school. So he came for the weekend. He came over on Friday. We picked him up from the train station and he remained with us till Sunday. We took him for brunch before dropping him off. And for me, it was a special gift, especially since he won't be here this week, Sunday. Um, As many of you know, here in the United States, this week, Sunday is Mother's Day. For me, Mother's Day is every day. I, I am very fortunate and very grateful, thankful to have two amazing kids who have grown to be awesome adults. I talk to the two of them on a daily basis. 
and they always make sure that I know that I am appreciated and that they are thankful for the things that we have done together. So although for me, Mother's Day is every day, I won't have them on Sunday. So it is a bit of a bittersweet um, day for me this year because my son, who is in college, he needs to stay there because finals is beginning, or will be beginning on Monday. So he needs to do his studying and his reports and everything. And I completely understand that. And then, of course, as many of you know, my daughter lives in California now. And she is pursuing her lifelong dream of becoming an actress and has been doing an amazing job, has been really taking great strides and putting herself in the position to accomplish her goal. And I have no doubt in my mind that she will. She's very driven and she's very prepared and she has the mental capacity, the talent, and what it takes in order to create a career out of the entertainment industry. So with that all being said, I won't have them with me this year. This is the first Mother's Day that I celebrate without them. So needless to say, it will be bittersweet. I'll be sad because I won't have them with me, but I am so completely proud of them because they are doing what they need to do in order to create the life that they so desperately desire. Michael has made it a point to make reservations at this beautiful restaurant not too far from us. So he will be taking his mom, his dad, and myself to dinner. So in any case, we still will be celebrating and I guess for me, it'll be more of a celebration of how far we've come and how far I've come in the role of a mother. This, like I said, is the first year that I don't have them with me, but it's also the first year that it's a testament to the amazing job that I have done with them. My children have not had any fear of pursuing the life of their dreams and I think as a mother that is probably the quintessential goal you want to raise children who are not fearful of jumping off the edge of the nest spreading their wings and flying high So it is a day that I will be reflecting very much on that and giving myself that pat on the back that I have accomplished a goal that has been a dream of mine and that I have accomplished it successfully. That was my little update on what happened in the past week and what has been going on in my head so far this week. Let us transition into today's episode, our topic of choice. This week's topic was inspired by recent current events, albeit celebrity current events, but it is a perfect opportunity for us to look at a current situation that has come to light 
even though it is of the celebrity nature, but it is a perfect example of a case or a situation where we can dive deeper into self-knowledge, self-reflection, and thinking of ways in which we can communicate better and show up as beautiful goddesses and in leveling up to our higher self. Unless we live in a very remote part of the world without access to the internet, it's safe to say that almost all of us have heard about the Johnny Depp defamation trial. For those of you who haven't heard about it, I will give you a brief synopsis. As many of you know, Johnny Depp is one of Hollywood's heavy hitters. He commands a huge paycheck when he stars in a movie. He usually gets lots of people to come out and watch. And he has literally transformed a franchise to the point where everyone recognizes his name and it's synonymous with his character. As many of you know, he made and created and embodies the character of Captain Jack Sparrow in Disney's franchise, The Pirates of the Caribbean. And even though he has been able to command such an amazing career over the span of probably the last 20 years, it all came toppling down after the demise of his marriage. Johnny Depp was married for two years to Amber Heard. They had a very tumultuous marriage and relationship. It was riddled with rumors and he said, she said accusations of drug use, of alcohol abuse, of toxic arguments and fights that escalated to it being physical. There was an article that came out with pictures of Johnny Depp having a severed finger after having an argument with Amber Heard in which she threw a large bottle. It crashed into a table and severed the top of his finger. So needless to say, they opted to divorce and go their separate ways. There was a very big divorce fight or settlement in which Amber Heard received money. She stated she was going to donate it, which she didn't donate it, which, you know, it's neither here nor there. I mean, she can choose to do whatever she wants with the money that she receives from a divorce settlement. But what made this even more tragic was the fact that after the divorce, after her settlement, she decided to write an opinion article for the Washington Post where she stated that she is a victim of domestic violence. And even though she did not name Johnny by name, everyone speculated on who it was. This led to the downfall of Johnny Depp's career. He was shunned by most of Hollywood. Um, There were 
endorsements that he had that were broken once this article came to light and projects, future projects that he had. He had a huge project with Disney to reprise the role of Captain Jack Sparrow that was canned. They decided not to continue having a relationship with Johnny and he basically lost all of his potential earnings because of this opinion article that came out. He has defended himself and has stated time and time again that he is not a domestic abuser and that the allegations are untrue. Of course, because everyone decided to turn their back, he was basically deemed guilty before proving his his innocence. So this has led him to the, I'm sure, difficult decision as a man to bring up a defamation of character lawsuit for $50 million against his ex-wife, Amber Heard. So why did I decide to use this particular lawsuit as a springboard for this week's episode? Well, that was very simple. It's the fact that so much information has come out within this trial that illustrates how women can use their femininity in a toxic manner. And it's something that should be discussed because I think for very many of us women, we do not see or are not very aware of situations in which we use our femininity in a toxic way, that we use our femininity or the fact that we are women in a manipulative manner. And it's not good because obviously if we are going to have healthy relationships with men, we need to know how to harness our energy, our essence, our power, and use it in a sustainable way, in a way in which both parties, men and women, are respected. So before I dive in, I'd like to preface this with a disclaimer. Number one, under no circumstances should a man ever lay a finger on a woman. But I'm going to add to that. Under no circumstances at all should a woman lay a hand physically on a man. Let's repeat that. A man should never lay a hand physically to harm a woman. And a woman should never lay a hand touch a hair, pull an ear on a man physically in order to cause harm to him as well. One thing that we have to make clear is respect. Mutual respect of each other's person. Number two is 
just highlighting that the opinions of this podcast are just that, opinions, derived by information that has been recorded or stated by the parties involved. Of course, we need to keep in mind that there is a lot more information that we are not privy to. We were not there or we did not witness the relationship from start to finish. So the only way we can really give an opinion is through the information that has been stated. So for the sake of this podcast, the only information that we will be giving our opinion on is of the information that has been disclosed by Amber Heard or Johnny Depp or through the trial. And number three, the reason for discussing this topic is to bring awareness to toxic behavior that some goddesses may not be aware that they are performing or acting on. So the topic of conversation is generally for us to spark conversation and begin the journey of healing if we realize that we do partake in some of this toxic femininity behavior. As I stated before, there seems to have been a lot of physical violence, physical altercations, arguments that escalated to the point in which Amber Heard hit or threw objects at Johnny Depp. It's also been stated from very many individuals that Johnny is the type of man who walks away when arguments escalate. Lots of his former girlfriends or partners have come forward and have stated that the depiction that Amber Heard has given of her ex-husband is one that is foreign to all of them. All of them have stated that they have never seen or interacted with a Johnny Depp of the caliber that Amber Heard has been stating to the public, especially in her op-ed article for the Washington Post. There has been photos that have come out of physical abuse that has transpired on him. Obviously, the one that we stated before where she threw a bottle and it severed his finger. But it seems that instead of engaging when an argument escalates, he is he is of the style that he walks away. He will remove himself from the situation and will not engage. And this is not the way Amber Heard wants to argue or fight. She wants to continuously be aggressive and escalate the problem. And in fact, she becomes furious when he decides that he's had enough and he wants to walk away. During the trial, his sister went up on the stand and she stated that she's been witness to this type of behavior, these type of arguments. 
and has also stated that her brother is the type of man that when something gets too out of hand or she gets too outrageous or the argument escalates so much that he feels that it's going to become physically violent on her on her part he walks away this is not new to to Johnny because from what his sister stated on the stand this is actually what he witnessed growing up growing up his mom was a very violent woman and she was a woman who enjoyed arguing and enjoyed um I guess she must have gotten thrills out of the fact that she was also powerful and I say that in air quotes because there is nothing powerful I think it's cowardly for a woman or a man to get aggressive with their loved one so from what his sister states she states that his father would be the one who would receive all of this backlash and abuse. The kids did as well. But when she argued or became violent with her father, or Johnny's father, Johnny's dad would walk away and leave the room. So this is a learned behavioral style. This is a learned style from childhood. Because I know that very many people have given opinions on, but why did he stay married? for so long with her if this is what she was doing and I think for him he number one is accustomed to that or had seen that and because he had these emotions for his wife he figured you know what let me just walk away but it escalated and it got worse and worse and that's the reason why their marriage what fell apart and the reason why they divorced but his sister made a statement that whenever she would book trips for them or hotel accommodations or homes she would always make sure that she rented a second room for Johnny because she knows that because they were a couple that almost daily took part in arguments and fights She wanted to make sure that her brother had a room that he could escape to when the going got tough. I think one of the most alarming testimonies that was given was an audio recording in which Amber Heard is heard taunting her husband and telling him that he should not pursue a domestic violence case or an order of protection because he's a man. (laughs) Why would you, Johnny Depp, a man, state that you are a victim of domestic violence? Why would you say that? You're a man. Like, no man will come forward and say this. And in a way, you think about it, that's a psychological tactic. Because she is zeroing in on his pride. The pride of being a man, of being a masculine man, and of being perceived as weak. 
So she continuously used these words and she even stated at the end of the audio or towards the end of the audio that, well, go ahead, Johnny, you can go ahead and state that you are a victim of domestic violence. You, a man, is a victim of domestic violence. We should see, we shall see who believes you. And that, when I heard that, it really did infuriate me because I have a son and I know that one day he will be in relationships and he will get married. And the last thing I want my son to do is to take the abuse of a woman whether it be physical, mental, psychological, emotional, for him to take the abuse of a woman because he doesn't want to be seen as less than a man. And one thing about men that we should always keep in mind is that their masculinity is their badge of honor. It's so important for us to respect men the same way men are supposed to respect us. And when I heard that, it was so alarming and so saddening because this is a man who she stated these things about him. And again, I will say that We don't know all of what happened within their relationship, but she was trying to get him not to come forward and give the facts on a case in which he has already been tried and been given a verdict by his peers. And he's trying to defend himself and clear his name. She decided to use her power of femininity, stating that no one's going to believe you because you're a man and I'm a woman. Everyone's going to believe me because I am this petite woman next to you. Everyone will believe that what I said is true and what you're saying is false. One thing that this trial, this defamation trial has shed a light on is the fact that behind closed doors, the person that we would believe would be the weaker one can actually be the aggressor. And oftentimes, very many women do not even see that they are being aggressive or that they are being manipulative or that they are projecting this dominance over a man through her actions and through her words. It is a very important trial to look at if you want to see how we may be the disrespectful one or the one that is emasculating a man. It's very important that we highlight this. Because more often than not, women who exhibit or demonstrate toxic behavior have unhealed trauma within themselves. They may not have had adequate guidance. 
they may have had very poor examples of what a loving, kind, compassionate, healthy relationship looks like. And they may have dealt with trauma as a child themselves or may have been witness to trauma being inflicted by their parents. The trauma could have been inflicted from father to mother or mother to father or say in a divorce situation, a mother from a partner. Another thing that we have to remember is that sometimes some of us may have grown up in neighborhoods or environments where this type of behavior was normalized. Or they may have seen it in society. Very often we see behavior that is suspect or that isn't correct and we know that but because it has become so mainstream we desensitize ourselves from it and we begin to normalize that behavior and this can happen within friend groups this can be information that we obtained from the news television movies music that show unhealthy behavior And because we've seen it so often, it becomes normal or it becomes a thing that does not bring up feelings of outrage anymore. I mean, we've seen this happen with political leaders. We had this happen with us here in the United States where we had a person in an esteemed position of power demonstrate behavior that was not kind, was not respectful. And because of the fact that he did it so often, it gave the masses, it gave the citizens of our country the okay or the pass for them to also engage in this sort of behavior because, hey, If our esteemed leader isn't going to be held accountable for this, and he's done it so much that it has become normal and it's not a big deal, we can do it too. So this often happens too when it comes to communication style and what is done and accepted by parties in a relationship. I have witnessed with individuals that I know women that have exhibited very aggressive behavior that has been deemed as excessive. I've seen women get into altercations and where they go up to a man's face and literally belittle him and tell him, what are you going to do now? You know, are you going to hit me? I dare you to hit me, like trying to provoke a physical altercation. I've seen them become physical and the man holding all restraint tries to walk away and the woman continues to the point where it breaks all communication in this relationship and it gets to the point of no return. I've also have heard of relationships in which a man has had to 
go to the extent of getting a order of protection. And the woman states that the man is being a woman or, you know, like in not so nice words that he is less than a man because he got an order of protection. Instead of seeing it as this man has been pushed so far that he believes that if he does not get this order of protection, if he does not put distance between him and the woman that he's having these relationship issues with, he can get to the point where he becomes physical. And then what happens then? He automatically gets thrown into jail. And anything, anything that is said that may have provoked him to get to that point will be dismissed. Because, yes, the men are physically stronger, physically bigger. So obviously, society is going to say, well, you should never lay a hand on a woman. And it's true. You shouldn't because there is a disparity as far as force is concerned. But a woman should never be in a position where she is provoking him to the point where he has to lay a hand on her. And I say has to with air quotes. Like he is pushed to the point of no return where he feels that this is a necessity for him in order to get out of this confrontation. I've heard women slap men and then turn around and call him a punk because he didn't hit her back. This is very toxic behavior because the moment he turns around and responds in the way that she'd like him to respond, that is the moment in which she takes out, I'm a woman card and he hit me. And that's not fair. It's using your femininity or the fact that you are a woman, that you are a female to your advantage in a manner that is manipulative. And we shouldn't do that. So it's important for us to look at how we argue. What is our communication style? What do we do when we're not getting our way? Are we getting to the point where we kind of push our femininity or our fact that we are a woman and use it to our advantage in order to win an argument? Think of what happens when you have had altercations as far as the as far as arguments, really, where you're not getting your way, what do you do? Do you have healthy communication style? Do you, when the going gets tough and this argument is becoming very heated, are you a person who wants to get physical? Or are you a person who says, you know what, at this very moment, neither one of us is going to be able to solve the issue at hand. Let's take a breather. Let's take a break and let's revisit this with a cooler mind. Because it's important for us to handle that trauma 
that causes us to be so reactive. It's important for us to dig deep and find out, okay, this is my communication style. Why is it that I do this? Why is it that when I don't get my way, I become aggressive, I become I become this mini tyrant and engage in confrontation in this manner. Where did I see this? Where did I learn this from? What can I do in order to get a better hold of myself? What can I do in order to show up in disagreements in my true feminine? Because femininity inspires us to be nurturing, to be understanding, to be loving, to be compassionate. What is it that has happened in our past that has caused us to have unsafe and unfavorable disagreement styles? So yeah, this case It's still going on. You still can catch um, new evidence being placed on the stand. Um, And you can go back and listen to what has happened already. But it's a absolutely perfect yet, though tragic, depiction of how domestic violence can happen in the reverse. It's not always a man on a woman. It can be from a woman to a man. It's important to understand also that we may not know the accurate number of incidences in which domestic violence is performed from a woman to a man because in society, a man's masculinity is his badge of honor. And very often, or more often than not, a man will not come forward and state that he was abused by his partner. So if you are interested in knowing more about this case, you can find it on the internet. Um, YouTube has a lot of excerpts of the trial and the evidence that has been put forward and I hope that this week's episode inspired you to dig a little deeper if you are a woman or a goddess who has not been exhibiting the best style of handling conflict. So I invite you to come on over to the Rise of a Goddess Instagram page and let me know have you been a person who has noticed that you have unhealthy communication style that you have an unhealthy form of handling and battling conflict or maybe you might have other ideas in which we can diffuse anger or diffuse a conflict to the point where we can exhibit healthy boundaries and healthy discussions when 
we are at odds. So I would love to hear from you and I would love to share it. I got an idea from a beautiful goddess that I speak to each and every week. You know who you are. I absolutely love you. And I absolutely love our discussions. Our discussions are very thought-provoking. And she gave me the idea that anytime any of you give me your ideas or your thoughts on this week's episode, what I'm going to do is before the following week's episode, I will be posting little excerpts of ideas or thoughts that have come forward that can help us. That way we can have a resource of what our thoughts are and what are other goddesses' ideas and ways in which we can further educate ourselves about the topic that we just spoke about. So what I am planning to do is collecting these ideas and they will be posted either by post or reels onto the Rise of a Goddess Instagram page. So look out for that. Those are the big changes for May. And again, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And I hope that it inspires you to create a safer environment for you and your loved ones. And I hope that it inspires you to look at yourself, self-reflect, and make the necessary changes that you need to do in order to become a bigger, better, more beautiful, higher self. Hope you guys have an amazing week and I'll see you next week on the Rise of a Goddess podcast. Bye. Thank you.